0: We're live with The Vault. I'm Jess, and this is my co-host, Alexa Miller. Alexa, who do we have the privilege of interviewing on the show today?
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. Today, we are interviewing Sam Abdallah. He is a listing specialist with Keller Williams serving the Kitchener-Waterloo region. He teaches at other Keller Williams market centers and is also a part of their leadership council. So thank you, Sam, for
0: joining us and welcome.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm grateful to be here and uh, share with your audience. Thank you so much.
0: I am so pumped. Even that introduction, like you're teaching, you're in a market center, you have, do you have a team?
2: Uh, so I had an assistant. Now we're, we're actually undergoing some, some changes, making sure we're, uh, when we'll go through that um, hiring the right operations person. Uh, obviously we have our vendors as teams, but uh, when it comes to actually our core team, we're kind of just rebuilding again uh, and a lot of leader life lessons. And depending on your audience, whether they're realtors, business owners, or whatnot, uh, we can definitely go through kind of some learnings from there too, because I think there's some gems in that too. So,
0: yes, we're all for the gems.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: so we'll start. Just tell us a bit about yourself and your background.
2: Yeah, so I'm, uh, I've been a, in real estate since 2015. Um, I actually got involved in real estate through. Uh, an invite to a flipping formula course where we decided to spend $30,000 of our own money. And uh, I called my wife after and told her I spent the money on this course. But uh, The thing that it, it taught me though, is just to, to think bigger and start believing in yourself and uh, start seeing synchronicities. Um, so the, real, the, the best thing about the real estate business is it takes you on a growth journey of uh, just becoming a person. And I remember when, um, you know, becoming the person I remember Myron golden, a great, great speaker, great person, um, business owner. He has, uh, uh, he talked about how the business is always working on you. Even if you don't think the business is working, it's actually working on you to become a specific type of person to mm. attract whether the clients, the business. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm at a point now I'm very happy in, in what I'm doing because I'm just super authentic. Um, and just one of my core values is just bringing value to people and contribution and, uh, So I think where other people have seen challenges in in the situation, I've seen like where it's caused me to get better in certain skills and we'll talk about that. Um, But yeah, so that's what I do. I focus on listing specialists, helping people, um, you know, sell their home. If it's an investor that has a renewal coming up, that's very prevalent right now. Um, Then we're, we're focusing on, you know, every time we call someone, we have something of value to give them. So if it's a budget analysis on their property, um, budget worksheet, if they have a renewal, how can we solve the problem for them? Um, you know, I'm a big fan of marketing books and all those Brussels brands and all that stuff. And Dan Kennedy, I knew you are too. So uh, figuring out, you know, what what's the problem and what's the solution. And when we can solve a problem, the more problems we solve, obviously, the, the more we serve people and better it is for all of us. Um, but yeah, I love what I do there. And then I've been uh, privileged to be able to teach at the leadership councils in uh, the Keller Williams I uh, started that brokerage. Um, I do love the the habits and things that it teaches you. Um, so being a better business owner and having specific models. And as you get better with those models, you kind of iterate over time and cr- add some creativity to it. But um, overall, you can start, uh, you get a good foundation, especially changing your mindset around things with with money and, and business owner. It, it helps you as a realtor. So that's a 50,000 foot overview. Uh, obviously, we work with a lot of agents as well because we've taught at other market centers. So we um, were able to add value to them, um, and they bring us referrals because they have usually a more expensive market. So, for example, Toronto people moving west to Kitchener-Waterloo, uh, we find that that's kind of a good um, a good thing for us because we're able to serve these people. And um, you know, if someone's downsizing, for example, then you know, for example, like your team. Um, there's a lot of people moving from our area to cottage country. And so they're downsizing because of the grandkids. So we're finding there's a lot of opportunities to serve people and kind of figuring out what kind of, you know, niching down on that market. So
0: mm-hmm. it's a long answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love how you wrap that up because you're talking about, you know, adding a value items, being authentic in your business, going through trial and errors in what's yeah. Interesting is when you summarize all that, you just showed the next level of business that you were able to attain by teaching at the leadership councils and the market centers in other areas. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, thanks. I mean, it definitely puts you in a a place where you're you're forced to grow, and uh, I I do believe that those growths, um, those next steps are given to you. So yeah, you have growth plan, you have goals, um, but and yet there is adjusting along the way. So you do kind of get. Another step, um, you know. When we also created our and congrats on your amazing podcast. I think you guys are doing awesome. And when we created ours too, it wasn't something. It was something like a growth step, the next growth step to, you know, intuitively or whatever you call it, download or whatever, just made sense for us to do that. Um, and then as you start reading and learning more about it, you realize the reason. But you know, you don't know the how when you think about it. <laughs> you just think about that this is a great thing. But when it comes to teaching, um, you know, I think a lot of realtors when they have the mindset that it's just for them to get a deal, uh, rather than just bringing that value. Cause really, um, whether you call it indoctrination or just adding content and adding value, you're just building relationships. So that trust is that resistance is less and that prospect or that referral person or whatever is really likely to bring uh business to you because they trust you and they know that you can solve a problem for their prospect or them. So.
0: Yeah. It's going back to that serving, not solving, and mm-hmm. you want them to know, like, and trust you. We hear that a lot, which is yeah. nice to hear it again and have that validation of those items, you know, for that business growth, I think is super important. Um, can you tell us the name of your podcast? I love it. I really want to share it with everyone. Sure. On-
2: yeah. It's uh build your health, wealth, and legacy. Um, so we really just We didn't, you know, we didn't too strategically think about, well, this is the niche market and it's only this market. It's really just um, a podcast to uh, empower people to, whether it's a small business owner, a wealthy business owner, um, someone who's looking to get into that mind space, just has that mindset to grow, expand Um, everybody we bring on, you know, I just love bringing value and, and contributing great knowledge for people so whether someone comes on and talks about how to invest in Costa Rica or whether someone talks about um you know investment trusts investment accounts I get to use other people utilize other people's knowledge and uh, it helps me uh, learn a lot that's been kind of a selfish reason I get to learn a ton from these people and it's been amazing to uh to grow from that and and having these great conversations with high level people as well too it's been it's been amazing
0: yeah, I I agree. I I'm learning so much even their there are guests on before mm-hmm. you. It was incredible. And I'm also noticing such a common thread of mindset. It's all mindset, mm-hmm. everything. Yep.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely. Wa- yeah, mindset is you know, very important, right? It's like, you know, um you can you know, the programming that whether that programming is is good or not good, it's like how do we figure out how to make a choice to, you know, change what we think about most of the time and generate new results, right? So you know that's going to lead to the thinking and the thoughts and and mm. the results and actions so mhm
1: very good so i want to back up a little bit so you call yourself a listing specialist are you solely a listing agent or do do you just prefer to work with sellers only can you explain to any new realtors listing um what it is what it takes to be a listing
0: specialist mm-hmm. how you got into that Really good question because it's not as yeah. easy to think. No, right? It's not. And everyone first year wants to pop into it, and we have to kind of grow into We're it. You absolutely do, and it yeah, you you do.
2: Like, I mean, this is my tenth year, and I just sort of had that. Um, I would say that it's been a lot of learning and growth along the way. So instead of attempting to be everything to everybody, uh, of mm-hmm. course, you know, we do service buyers that come from those listings. But yet, you know, whether you call it a rainmaker or someone that's bringing business, uh, I think really the goal is. Uh, without listings without you know those, those are the best advertising for you the best advertising is a great price listing uh, which is going to allow you to bring great people that might want to buy um, you know we had a place in Guelph listed and um, and I'll share two su- uh, interesting stories one that could have seemed like a failure but it was actually a success but uh, one we had a, a, an investor client you know uh, we work with also some some wealthier with people as well and he, he had some properties and he was looking to sell. And we we had, we sold it, and the market had changed. There was like a ton of new new construction condos that hit the market. So although we didn't sell it, um, I met some great clients from that. So we will still service uh, our clients when it comes to um, people who are looking to buy it in the area. Um, but we find that helping service uh, understand the listing process. You know what systems do we have when it goes under contract? Uh, when we get a listing, you know what's the process? The repeatable steps that we do. Um, you know, and being on different expansion teams, uh, such as McKay and all those other teams, I've learned a lot about some of those processes that, you know, make it successful. And, uh, you know, we recently are reorganizing our organization because, you know, we noticed that there we have to be paying attention to the client care. And if we're client facing, we want to make sure that things are done right. You know, there's not mistakes uh, that, you know, mistakes, but we're learning and we're making sure they're done really professionally. So, um, because how you do anything is how you do everything, you know? So we want to make sure that putting a great foot forward, whether it's a referral, we're treating them really well. We've got a system to follow up. And one of the biggest message to your listeners, if they're a realtor starting out is if you can follow up at a high level, um, you don't need leads. You don't need advertising. You can know people and you will bring business and you will be separated from 80% of the noise, you know, like 90% of people on a for sale by owner list with an agent that keeps in touch with them after four weeks, so you know it's all in the follow up. It could be seventeen follow ups, be ten. Um, it just is about how are you iterating. Uh, are you making offers to people? Are you giving value? You know, and there's a great saying by Myron, and it was like make more offers, right? So if you're making an offer, right? If you're making an offer to an investor client, you say, hey, you know, I know we have renewals coming up. Maybe you need to sell your investment property. Here's uh, Here's a, a, you know, budget analysis and we have a paralegal that you can talk to. You're opening up conversations for business and that's just naturally how it's going to happen, you know? So um, this whole like, you know, 80s version of like, you know, do you want to buy or sell? It doesn't quite work that way. Uh, You have Mm -hmm. to gain into relationship and conversation and those conversations happen when they see that you're competent because I believe that that's one level of trust too.
0: It is. Yeah. It's that relationship building, right? That's how you're building that relationship for business. And everyone exactly. worries about quantity
1: over quality when yeah. it comes to leads, which 100%. is not how you need to go. But, and I mean, I've been there, I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, for my lead gen, I need to do this, this, and this and, and talk to a hundred people in one day. And if you have leads already in your um, downline, you need to nurture them yeah. and, and eventually they'll buy or sell.
2: Exactly, and you know, I think a lot of people what they do is they think that because they don't know that person, they're not able to bring them into becoming someone that's really close to them that will refer them. I, you know, I had I had someone that literally I called from the classifieds. Like when I never had uh, a ton of money to do advertising, I would you know use that as a resource, and I would reach out. And this was a property manager. We developed a relationship over time where, you know, most of those people aren't following up, and I'm just adding value and seeing how they're doing and there's an intention there but it's not like it's what's in it for me it's still intentional it's not like we're just calling and talking about a cat harry and that's it <laughs> you know what i mean like we are having intention but we are doing it in a way that's authentic and you know giving value and helping people and seeing where they need help um yeah. but yeah to your point i think a lot of uh realtors feel that they need more leads and then that's obviously feeding the lead gen companies but really it comes to if you know someone well, how can you connect with them? How can you let them know that you're in a, in a authority position of like someone who knows what they're talking about and then how can you solve a problem for them and how can you get them to open up about their, those issues? And if they are an orphan client, someone they've worked with someone else in the past, I still don't waste that conversation. You know, say, how, how was your experience? Um, you know, what would, what made you choose that realtor? Maybe it's a learning opportunity, uh, or even, um, you know, well, if we can, if we can bring you some great value or something to help you with your move, um, would you consider having a conversation with us in the future? So, you know, no, no lead, no person is really a wasted contact unless it's not a valid contact at all. Uh, or Maybe. unless they just said, don't yeah. ever talk to me again. So yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, until you get that. No, it's just conversation. I love how you word it as, would you like to have a conversation? Like there's no commitment. It's so easy. I say it all the time. Yeah. Let's, yeah. A conversation. Let's talk. You know, what do you need again? And there's so many value resources out there that you can give people like you're yeah. overflowing. Like yeah. I get overwhelmed because there's so much I can give you where I have to sometimes think, what's the purpose of what I feel I need. And yeah. I need that, right. Yeah. And
2: you know, like, like, like whether it's mastery or whatever, you're making things simple for them. You're being that resource. So if like what I had that mindset in the last couple of years and just keep growing on, it, it was like just giving away things for free, just giving it away for free, just adding so much value, you know, you, you, whether it's in an open house or whatever, you just become someone that they trust and know. And then eventually there's just a connection there that you're able to, 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 to work with them. And if not, that's okay too. you support them where they're at. You know, it's this mentality. When you have that mentality, I feel like, um, whether it's generosity generation or whatever you want to do, um, if you can be a connector and you can solve problems for people, you will make money but it will, and it will happen because you will just be more valuable in the marketplace. And so um, that's what I look at. And that's the reason that it's so easy for me to make calls. Um, You know, we all have our days, but ultimately it's a lot easier for me to make those contacts and to reach out to people and just keep those relationships.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think it's also, like you said, validating them, you know, there's no right and wrong, you know, if you don't want to talk, no worries at all. And if you do, that's great. So it's giving them that permission that whatever they choose, it's okay. And I also noticed Sam that what you just said was, you kind of get to a point where you're giving out so many free resources, because if you're like me, you're so excited. And I can't wait to share them with you because it's knowledge. And what do you do with knowledge, you give it away. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that. booms your business because you're genuinely really want to give it to someone.
2: Exactly. You know, it, it reminds me, I remember hearing this really cool thing that when someone writes a book, um, they, it's the same information that's in their course. It's on YouTube. That's whatever. But when they, when they buy the course or whatever from that person or that creator or whatever, uh, they're doing to get closer to the author, to get closer into that story, they resonate with that person, you know? So, um, yeah, it's really interesting that you say that the the information's everywhere, but if it's a, it's a person business, it's a people business that you build those connections and, you know, and definitely important for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's all about relationships. And I think it's important to note when doing all of this, be yourself Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, I'm not somebody who cold calls and door knocks because if I do that, I'll be fake and it just won't work i'll get a good response (laughs) Um, yeah you know
2: and if you did like when i first got in the business like i did a ton of that because i used to work in the in the business business sales industry and i also worked with the telecommunications and stuff so being on the phone was so easy for me i could make like 200 calls but not door not knock a door (laughs) you know what i mean and i've probably only got one ever sale uh, 350 clients have served probably only one or two from door knocking it's everybody you got to find what works for you and um you know, being able to build rapport at a high level and and uh and see if you could serve that person and having no expectations, that generosity kind of mindset, yeah. because yeah. you don't have any expectations you're gonna get something back. Um, you get into some amazing conversations. Like I talked to someone that I literally had, I remember this story. It's actually a cool story. I don't remember how I knew her from, but she I didn't even met her in person. And I kept in touch with her over a year or so every couple months, like every quarter is probably a good time. And um she ended up, she was actually looking for opportunity for like a job. And I knew a friend who had a virtual assistant company and I connected them. So just being that connector right now, yeah. it's, it, she remembers me, but um, she told me a story how she worked at Disney and how, you know, like all the interesting things, you know, it was just really cool. And then after that, she said, you know what? I actually know someone down the street that's going to be selling They need to sell this house. It's it's distressed and here's the address and here's the picture and I'll, I'll keep an eye out for you. So now we have like a lead generating Person on the streets, like looking for deals for us, you know what I mean? So how cool is that, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> an
2: yeah.
1: authentic way to think of it. And I like that you said don't have an, any expectations. Mm-hmm. Like I met a guy once at a baby shower. He was there with uh his partner, and he hasn't I've kept in touch in touch with him, and he's never bought or sold anything with me, but he has sent me business because we just had such a normal conversation that obviously led into real estate because people always ask what you do and this and that and there was no expectation from that conversation with him and you know lo and behold he sends me a deal one day yeah so just yeah have no I think those
0: are the best relationships because mm-hmm. it didn't start with any expectations exactly right yeah. and it just authentically moves on its own and mm-hmm. becomes a that's
2: yeah, and, <laughs> and, when you're, and when you're calling to, to give, it's, it's, it's really fun, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, whether you call it referral points or whatever, like you're, you're just giving. So you're naturally, you're excited because you're like, Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. And how's business? Mm-hmm. How's life? How's everything? You know, thanks for taking the call. And by the way, I have someone that might, you know, looking to buy in your area, he's looking to buy a commercial property or whatever it is, you know? So, you know, we're able to, add more value, have more things in the air um, and, you know, and still focus on our business and keep those distractions minimal and keep focusing. So, yeah.
0: yeah. I do have a question. Have you always been with the brokerage that you're at now?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I started this brokerage. I've been here since day one. There's a lot of mixed thoughts on where people move, et cetera. There's really no right or wrong answer. I've seen people move and it didn't work out. Um, I do think that there's, it can be a distraction. And I think that people get distraction distracted, um, maybe they think that there's something better, um, you know, or if they're really not getting the support, then yeah, you know, for sure. But, uh, I was grateful that, you know, I learned some good things from the start getting here, you know, being immersed, immersed in some of those events, uh, were great too, because it gets you around like-minded people as well. And, yeah. um, well, you know, you think possibility it's like immersion, right? When you go to a country, you want to be immersed in that language. So you really can learn that language.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we just so happen to be a part of the same family as as Sam, the Keller Williams family. Um and so we know why we joined this brokerage, but what do you, for those listening that are newer or writing their courses, like what is something to look out for at a brokerage uh when you're starting?
2: Yeah, values is big like, you know, do they share, you know, do they share the common values like and usually that shows up in language, right? So, you know, if they're talking only about split or they're talking about um you know, just not great things about maybe someone they've worked with or they're not talking about collaborative, um, that's probably maybe not not in line with your values, then it might not be the best fit. Um, You know, being a training and education company, I think helps, you know, it definitely, there's a lot of great resources, Um, especially too, like, even though I've iterated some of the models that I've used and they're not all exactly like MREA, I've taken some stuff from that that I still use for this day Um, so I've, I've added on top of that, I've learned different things, you know, I've added the marketing piece and other stuff, but to answer your question, um, there's definitely a lot of good foundations and you just got to follow those foundations. I find people are just getting away from the basics. They just want to find a way to not talk to people and not, you know, contact their, their database every three months. Um, you know, just put the tag on, call them and delete the tag. Like that's, you could end the podcast right there. (laughs) You know what I
1: mean?
2: Not that tough. (laughs) Just talk hey. to people, figure out what they need, right? Ask them, yeah. like, you know, come come from value. Um, it's it, it's just people making it more complicated than it needs to be. And and I think that's where they get sucked into the collective energy of like, well, the market's this and the market's that. and But people are going to be motivated. People are going to need to sell. They're going to need to buy. Um, you know, you just got to find them. You know, if the market had 1,200 sales, you know, and you your goal is to do 60 deals a year, there's definitely 60 deals for you, you know?
0: Yeah. There's always a piece of the market for yeah, everybody. Exactly. And, uh, for any of those who don't know M R A M, the millionaire real estate. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that stands for. <laughs> it's yeah. a really great book. You have to get it. Yeah. And it, even if you're not a part of the Keller Williams family, you need to read it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to set your business up for yeah. sure. The models are in there. Uh, yeah. we reference pages, everything, the whole book. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like even that, that l- listing leads, right. So that's, that piece is, even though it's foundational, I've read that book probably 15 times. I've read so many books like different times, but you get something different every time and you, you know, you implement and you know, what I'm kind of doing now is uh, I'm, you know, I remember hearing this saying where it's, it's better to read like a few pages of a book and implement than read like two or three books and not implement. So I'm at a point now where I'm very selective of what kind of trainings that I do, because I want to make sure that I'm, you know, and if you are new, you know, these trainings are going to be focused on your business. They're going to be focused on, you know, how do you generate business? How do you have conversation with people? Um, how do you make scripts seem like you like dialogues rather than scripts where you just sound like you're not even, you know, you actually have dialogue so you can actually listen to the person. You know what I mean? That's really important.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back a little bit to the beginning. Uh, You've been in real estate 10 years and you were talking at the beginning about um, you went to like a flipping course with your wife. So that leads me to my next question. What are your goals with real estate? If you have any, uh, you know, in terms of flipping um, investments, stuff like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, so uh, you know, as, as a result too, I've, I've helped a lot of clients that have done uh, business with us over and over again. Um, I've had some clients that have done, and this will answer your question in a second, you know, conversions of like a single family home to a triplex. And that's been like a seven months project. He wants to do more as a builder client of ours. Um, but yeah, to, to answer your question, I mean, my goal with real estate is, you know, to, to build, definitely to build generational wealth. Uh, we're also interested in vacation property as well um, in Costa Rica. And uh, like other, other areas like rent to own uh, as another form of income, um, you know, uh, private lending is also very interesting too. something that we're, we're learning more about. Um, so that's definitely a goal when it comes to real estate. Um, and then when it comes to organization, just hiring out a really great rebuilding, hiring out a really great operations person. I mean, I'm handling everything fine. I'm very systems oriented anyway, but um, I you know, we've built some systems, but having someone come in and, you know, rewrite the procedures, but to answer your question. Yeah. Like, um, having a few great agents, um, you know, working with us that, that have those values and visions, but not being, you know, in the comparison game that I have to have this many people on the team or whatever, just running in my lane, um, focusing on, you know, serving people at a high level. And honestly, just people notice it when you start doing that and you, you show up. Um, people see it, they notice it, and they want to work with you. So I think that's how it works personally.
0: Yeah, I think that's really well-rounded. Out of everything you just described, what would be your biggest struggle, would you say?
2: Um, Biggest struggle? I mean, I'm someone who I get a lot of great ideas, and I love to implement. So, you know, I guess you can call kind of an integrator in a way. Um, So I'd say I I just have to write those down. And getting excited, <laughs> getting excited is great, but sometimes you just have to keep focusing on the same activities. Um, what else? You know, uh, making sure that we have, you know, we have, when we have that right, that right hire, they're able to um, really run the business that I would, I would want it to be run. Cause you know, we had, we had some of fit and wasn't the right fit and that's okay. We learned a lot, but it made me learn about, and I do think every agent should, learn how, how their business works on the systems level, because they know how much each thing takes. So when they're looking for the right hire, they can create like that missing persons report, you know? Yeah. Um, but struggles, I would say, you know, being able to to, to, to grow, it, it would allow us to grow faster to be able to have those things in place. Um, but we're definitely, um, it's a good great, great question. question. Yeah, I'd say it's still, it's always just improving on things every day. There's always things to improve on. There's always different iterations, just, you know, making sure that you remember that closing, um, you know, making sure everything's put in the calendar. So having that person that's literally that right hand person to, to make sure that's all done. Um, and then, yeah, and then eventually, pro- I, I don't really focus on recruiting and stuff. I think that happens through just you showing up uh, as the best brand you can be. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I have to, I have to think about that question. There's a lot of things in there, but uh, they're, they're just challenges. or things you're overcoming. Right. And yeah. you're using those challenges as, uh, what they call stumbling blocks as like things to as stepping stones, you know? So, yeah.
0: Oh, for yeah. sure. There's stepping stones to like, you know, like, yeah,
2: exactly. yeah, big yeah. Idea.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sam yeah. mentioned, um, being an integrator. So if anyone, um, has heard of the integrator and in visionary, it's an amazing book. I forget the title of the book and yeah, there's actually-
2: rocket fuel, rocket fuel.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I probably have everything highlighted in that book <laughs> and my husband really and I fun. actually took the quiz online. And believe it or not, we're both visionaries and only 5% of people in the world are visionaries. Isn't
2: that yeah, great? like I would say that I definitely have a big uh, component of uh, visionary. I just, one of the people that um, that I'm able to like implement it, like one of my superpowers is connecting people and implementing things and just talking to people and building rapport with them really quickly. I just feel like that's something I'm, and I love sales. I do love marketing and sales. So I think maybe the... The learnings have allowed me to become more integration um, and learning how real estate works and being in the, in the ecosystem, if you will, um, I but think having can... a vision for why it's important. I think is important. I think definitely I do have that component. I really take the quiz, to be honest with you, but I, I do think that there's sometimes different things show up, right? Sometimes your hiding yeah. shows up yeah. uh, sometimes, you know, so I think that the visionary does show up too
0: oh I think it does for sure so what does that mean what is what is it just means that you see like the bigger picture and not just the box you see like you know 10 steps ahead or the whole next year and sometimes it's a struggle to break it down for people Mm -hmm. because you're already so far ahead Hmm. yeah it's really really so would you say
1: you know top producers and top entrepreneurs and billionaires and things Mm -hmm. they're all visionaries yes yeah absolutely sense yeah. Yeah. You like you know, therapy.
2: and I, I probably, I guess, I probably have that that component because everything that I've done has been through uh like a like a vision or a lens of that. So I that mm-hmm. probably is definitely a big component of that. Um, and I think there's a good balance between you know if someone's a, a great visionary, but they're not able to implement on the day to day. Um, doing those yeah. small actions over time without looking at the two months out and looking at the results they're getting for that week. It's important to focus on that task at hand. If you have 50 people to call that day and they're going to help you move your, your business forward, then you focusing on that. So having yeah. that vision, I think that's where, whether it's a, a mentor a coach, different trainings, you know, it doesn't mean you always have to be a specific coach. It could be specific mentors or different trainings or investing in yourself. Yeah. Um, then that will allow you to get a better vision. And then you can start, you know, goal planning, setting around that and, those white space times are, are important, you know? So, yeah.
0: I agree. And I think it's also important that I feel we all all start out as an integrator. Like when I worked at a corporate restaurant, when I was younger, we had to know every single job role, even if we didn't work it. So we knew how it worked. And if someone stepped out, we could step in. And I kind of do apply that to a real estate business. Like right now, Managing a large team and staff, I need to know what their tasks are. And then eventually I'll work on the business and not in it. See the difference with the integrator and the visionary? Yeah. Right. Because if I ever need to come back in, or how can I, you know, edit or shift the system or format that we're inputting? It's so it's like you start at the integrator, that basics, and then you start working your way out sometimes.
2: Yeah. That's a great point. I mean, you definitely, like you said, knowing how the business operates and, um, and working, working on it, you know, having those, uh, those buffer days or those focus days and being able to, um, you know, focus on projects that are important to you and, um, really, really enjoying what you're doing. I think being able to enjoy just being at peace with the fact that you're in a, you're building connections all the time and it's, it's, you're building your business, you're growing while you're planning things. And while you're looking to hire people that where you're not the best at. you know, for, ex- for example, for me, like the, you know, the listings, like getting actually the paperwork in, that's not something I had done in a long time. Now recently I've had to start doing a little bit more, but I've been able to learn those skills about time management and know what we're looking for. And client care is important to us. So we want to make sure we, we get that, you know, that person that understands the integration part to integrate those systems and make your life Simple. So then, as a leader or whatever, you can decide what you want to know, what's happening in the day when it comes to the business.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's mindset, you know, taking it as a learning opportunity, and there always is one at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Recognizing it. You. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us today, Sam. This was a great episode.
1: Um, tell everyone where we can find you.
2: Yeah. So it, you, thank you so for having me. I'm really grateful for it. I appreciate that. Um, so you can find me at. Um, affluence but really on Instagram, if you uh so Sam A B D A L L A H underscore K W, um, that's where we post a lot of our content, um, our podcast and different things, what we have coming up. We have, you know, listing videos, this thing that show how we market poems. Uh, but really um if someone needs help with anything um or they you know they're in that situation where um they yeah, they have a renewal coming up and they want to figure out what what resources they need. Feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to make sure that they have the right connection, you know, like we did a recording with Adam for example on how to buy cottage. So if someone's going up there your way, so we always have a connection in our network with someone to help them. So yeah, that's where you can reach out and my direct number is 519-574-3532.
0: Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. And be sure to check out Sam's podcast Build Health, Wealth and Legacy. I love it. It's very informative. So check that out, and thank you again for coming on. Thanks. Thank now. you for having me.
2: Really appreciate it. it was great conversation. Thank Thanks you so for much.
0: joining. That's the vault. Thanks.